Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Ham Radio Clubhouse Podcast. My name is Shane, and I'm joined by my friend Joe Brett, Daniel, Steve, Don Izzo, and Beer Snack. We stream live every Tuesday from the Clubhouse YouTube channel. We talk all things ham radio and some things not ham radio until a squirrel comes along and wrecks the entire show. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the Clubhouse. January 10th, 2023. Was, was anybody else? Hmm? Uh, yeah, well, I'm just happy. Hopefully we can get this over with. We have tried 17 <laughs> well, thanks times. Thanks a lot. <laughs> we just started. We've tried 17 times about who's going to be the host of tonight's show. We can never come to a majority vote. So no. Steve is coming. Vince is coming in. And he is going to just make the deciding decision. But how are you doing, guys? <laughs> doing good, doing good. So, so I have to flip I, a four-sided coin. Is that what I just heard? That's no, right. you got to roll. Nice. I, I think Joe Brett's got the easiest job to do tonight. Look handsome, which comes naturally, and monitor the chat. Man, try to keep up with these folks in the chat. They're wild. Oh, yeah. Aren't they? Keep your clothes on, um, fellas. Did everybody just – I'm not sure about you guys in the live chat, but for the five of us, Shane must have changed something because all of a sudden the subscribe button is popping. He must have modified the countdown timer. And I'm like, hey, that's my mouse doing that. I'm already a subscriber. Why is it making – and then I realized I had the old man moment. That's not mm-hmm. me. That's the video. So, Shane, good job. So, I thought we were Shane, restarting the countdown there for a second. That yeah, I scared that me too. too. I'm I like, unmuted hey, my mic and I was like, hey, Steve, <laughs> click another button. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, Steve. What are you doing to us? Keep us on our toes. There you go. There you go. Well, listen, so, we hope everybody is having a good week. It's, 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 it's still the beginning of January. Cold temperatures here in Connecticut, 30 degrees. I'm nice and warm here. I got my LFD cigar. Um, Molson, where's your DQ blizzard or is it on order? Dude, I went. I, my wife texted me last night to go get DQ. It cost me forty six dollars to get the family Dairy Queen. I can How only many? afford to do that like once a week. Six. How many? Six. Six. Well, so it's about eight bucks a piece. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. That was just blizzards, though, right? Yes. Yeah. What does it normally go for? Do you remember before the whole blizzard hike? Like, what was it? How much were it? Like five bucks a piece. I don't know. I don't say I couldn't tell you. Hey, I, we long, got a new I long for the. <laughs> oh, time hey. out. We got a new member. We got to say hello to Brian. Hi, Brian. K0BKO. 
Yeah, welcome to the membership. <laughs> you you will be probably disappointed, but don't be. You know, just keep your standards low, man, and everything goes up from here. So we'll have fun. So seriously, so. Dude, I'm logging for the. I remember when I was younger, my buddies and I we used to go to our all of our houses, look for pop cans and beer bottles, because you know you can get money for those. I don't know if you guys have that there, but we had ten cents a bottle for beer. Mm-hmm. You only need is one. 10 bottles and you can buy yourself a big bag of Doritos. Now they're like $6.99 for a big bag of Doritos. It's insane. Yeah. Well, Tostitos, Doritos, they all are, right? The running joke is yeah. if you sat on your empties long enough, eventually the beer store would double the amount they were giving you back and your investment doubled overnight. All right, so here in the United States, I think it's $0.10, cents, unless that's a Connecticut thing. What do you got? What else is that's for? That's a Connecticut possible? thing. Because okay, we don't get nothing. No deposit here. Joe Brett, you Joe Brett piped right up on that shit. Well, nothing, so, Joe. Nothing. It's funny. No. Notice the Bible Belt has no deposit on beer. We don't have deposit on nothing. So hey. Vince, Vince, do you guys have a bottle exchange there, like pop can exchange? Yep. So yeah, you bet. What when I lived in Quebec, it was five cents a pop can. All right. Yep. But, but Ontario, which was only 20 minutes from where I live, my town, they had no, like, because what you, you know, I don't know if you guys do it there. You go to the store, you buy a case of 24, you have to yep. pay a deposit of five cents a can, right? Yep. Right. So in, in Quebec, you would bring it to the grocery store, a hundred cans, sometimes they have the machine and you get your money. Ontario didn't have that for a long time. I don't even know if they have it now. So we'd have all these people come. With like some people come with like a twenty foot box truck to the grocery yeah. store from Ontario. <laughs> they go to the poor grocery store and come. Hey, I gotta pay the rent, man. I gotta pay the rent. I gotta pay the utilities. I'm dead serious. They start off loading this stuff, man. Like like a whole truckload. They would just like, and then finally, I guess they said you can't do it anymore. The stores would just refuse it. But well, it was a sweet recycling deal around here is just a volunteer thing. Oh no, man! So, I pay you you. so oh. when you guys throw it in the back of the pickup truck while you're driving, you crush a little bit, throw it in the back. Yeah, hey, you stop by the scrap gonna... yard, you get a few bucks yeah, for another pack, they... and you yeah, go. you so can't crush back... the pop can, put them in the machine. You have to put a, a full correct. Pop can. I was just going to bring that up because back mm. in the day when I was working in the grocery stores, when this stuff was just starting, and it was soda, soda bottles, water bottles, and beer can only i'm not sure if beer glass definitely no no liquor um we used to put somebody from the grocery store would be at this bottles inside the store and then like you guys said they were coming in with the bags and the box it, it just went crazy they had a then they opened up a separate little room then the room would get dirty and they'd have to hose it down because of the cockroaches and all this other it, 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 everything was sticky because people don't know how to wash that stuff out or they're just plain yeah. damn lazy. That's are are you then, describing the the pop cam returns or that curtain area in the movie rental store? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> both. Both. Both had sticky floors. <laughs> Sorry. On that note. I was no. a kid once and <laughs> they had those curtains. If, Mark, if Mo them? is in the chat, hey, Mo, I'll just say one word, Mo. Fairmont. And Mo knows exactly what I'm talking about. That was Mo, the, Mo's in there. We've been going back and forth. Mo already. knows about the Fairmont. Although, uh, but anyway, we're going to have a fun show tonight because, you know, Vince kind of popped in a couple times. Vince was in the chat making all these crazy comments. And we sucked them right in and everything. And uh, 
What uh, you do when you get our attention. See? <laughs> because, you know, we got the podcast going, and we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Those of you who are in Twitter world right now listening to us in Twitter, we appreciate it. Live chat, the people who have been look, – look at Mo. Oh, that place. Yeah, okay, shh. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Mark, don't worry about it. No one's listening. Okay. And Mark, I never, I never saw you going in there. I only saw you going out. So don't worry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, Steve just popped up to buy me a coffee. You know, the thing, if you got a few extra bucks, but if you don't, don't, don't worry about it. This is for free. Okay. Most of it is going to make you laugh. Most of it is going to be your, your pastor, your priest, your rabbi, your everything tonight. Don't worry before shows end, (laughs) he's going to tell you like it is. So don't worry about it. It's free. And but let's see if you got a few extra bucks, that's cool because guess what? You know it's gonna come around and come back to you potentially in some type of an antenna radio or something ham radio related. So but uh um Steve, what do you got going on tonight? Uh yeah, I was just getting caught up. I, I've actually got some time. I think I'm gonna be working from home Friday and Monday's a holiday, so I might get a couple of videos edited. They'll be edited. I'm not saying they're going to be posted. They'll, <laughs> They'll be, be edited. edited. Let's clarify. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, just, we'll go just, from there. Just to be clear. Yeah. Just to be clear. I'm going to try to go for one a month. We'll see. One video a month is kind of what our I'm buddy said that. Our buddy said it. Our buddy said that. Remember? He was talking about that. It's, yeah. It was a very good uh, thing. So, anyway, Molson, what can I get you? Some hot buttered popcorn? Will that Molson? Will that make you happy? I can't understand a thing you're saying. I, my internet's crap or it's screen oh, I'm not too sure. Do you guys hear me? Yep. Dude, yes. you just, good. I was just going to tell you. Check you one, two, ball. three. One, one, two, three. How's my base? How's how's the mids? Uh, no, um, nothing. New going. Listen, guys, it feels like Friday. Like it really feels like Friday. I can't believe it's only Tuesday. Um, yeah. I'm happy I didn't put my, my antennas back up with the freezing rain we got. It would have been brutal. We had a tree in our yard pulled down by the wind and the freezing rain. Ooh. So uh, I think that's to be coming up soon, putting the antennas back up. But besides for that, there's not much. Still working on my sister's house. I put up four doors yesterday, last night after work. And uh, just keeping busy. And uh, thinking of uh, throwing it back a couple of years, those purple gum that tastes like soap. Oh. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah, the uh, double bubble. Oh, the, the little purple. And we used to get them in those machines, and I used to think yeah, it was yeah. like 25 cents. You get a whole handful. I remember one time I tried it. I walked home from the store. I put them in the sink, and I ran water thinking that somehow soap had gotten all over the gum. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> it didn't work, and I just threw it out. Can't but, understand uh, why. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. I got nothing else, man. I'm just happy to be here. So, <laughs> all right. Taz says I'm in a tin can. Taz, I'm sorry. I don't know if there's anything that made it better. Did you? Okay, thank you. Yeah, you pulled I the mic down. So, okay, I appreciate it. Um, Joe, Brett, oh, Ryan, thank you for the super chat, man. Thank you, man. We we appreciate it. Um, it will get him forward, as you know, around here. You are you. Many others know it. Joe, Brett. I gotta tell you, I don't think I've ever seen you in a yellow shirt, and you and you make really? it look good. You make it look good naturally. Thought I wore this before, but maybe not. Maybe it was the orange one I was thinking of. But hello, good evening. It's good to see y'all again. 
And then chat. <clears throat> we had a video dropping tonight. Then I changed it. I yielded the right away to uh, temporarily offline because I was pretty interested in him doing that live stream with the uh, TS430. We got him with the 7300 and about 600 watts out of the amp. And then uh, I hooked the my Kenwood TS440 up. It ain't been turned on in a long time. And I couldn't I couldn't hear him. So I unhooked it, and I was like, no, nah, that ain't right, man. So I, I hooked it back up. And then I realized I'm not even on the right frequency. That's why I can't hear him. Hey, Ooh. Joe Brett, you know, Ron, I, I, I'm not sure if those are fighting words, but he said I love lemon like drops, a, so no. I was just going to say, I like them lemon drops, Ron. Those things are... Those, the ones you get from the, uh, like, the pharmacy and stuff. Yes, especially like those old-fashioned candy bag? stores. Yeah. yeah, heck yeah. Man, yeah, thanks. That stuff is good. So we got him again on the 440 after we got on the right frequency. Uh, besides that, I had a little venture last night that I was sitting there chilling, kicked the recliner back, watching some YouTube on the living room TV. That big 65 venture. Yeah. I turn on, <laughs> I was, I was replaying Kyle's stream and everything went off, just cut off. Like oh. the TV, uh, I noticed the bedroom lights went out and the wife wasn't going to bed yet. She comes out. She's like, uh, what happened? I said, went dark. I don't know. Rest of the house is still on. Now the rest of the house is still on. You got to put a penny in that fuse. So I'm thinking, GFCI outlet probably popped because my oldest daughter just turned her fan on in her room. And uh, so I go checking the GFCIs. None of those are tripped. I said, okay, well, maybe it's a breaker. Nothing in the breaker box. Break. Uh, so I pulled out 11 sockets and uh, out of the wall and a light switch. And, and the last one I got to, I found the loose wire that fixed it all. But I even replaced a uh, can light in the ceiling I've been putting off for half a year. So, hey, power's out. Great time to change the bulb. Power out is a great motivator to get it fixed. Yeah, that was <laughs> aggravating. So, but we got yeah. it, got it back on. But when you find that, if you don't turn the power off, it tends to bite when you uh, reconnect it. Oh yeah, I, I had the breaker turned off. <laughs> yeah. I knew something went right. We had two out of 11 outlets that was working. And they were all on the same circuit, so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Stand by. We have an important, yeah. we have important <laughs> Breaking uh, Morse, code, Morse code message coming in. Wow. Sorry. So what's. All right. me up for Memorial Day already. So, Steve, it's too late. You got to explain to us. What what's the difference in your contact list on your phone between Mars Code Da and Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> so the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> is my text message. Okay, okay. The the Morse Code QRZ is my POTA email. Oh. And then the Morse Code CQ is my regular email. All right, so everybody, let's send Steve a text message, and we'll see how many times I've just on. muted my phone. Oh, <laughs> darn. <laughs> Molson, I know, I know Molson and I wanted to secretly do it, grab our phones <laughs> under. I, I, yeah, don't, I don't uh, even know if I have your phone number. Now I got to yeah, check. You, do. you, you, you called me how many you, times? Who oh, yeah, you're, you're my phone. He's my Wait, IT support. If it's not here, it's not, it's Steve. Why yeah, you ever yeah. called me? Oh, well, he calls for IT support. So. Is it because I live in Mississippi? Is that what it is? 
I Dude, took, he's a drone pilot. He'll call. We're, t- well, we're taught not to talk to cops. Computer okay? programming. So we don't talk to <laughs> cops. Oh yeah, that, that whole thing. I forgot. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Well, you know it is election year, so I, you may be able to talk to me soon. Do you have to put like posters? Do you have to like you know market yourself on the ballot? You know for the ballot, you have to. No, seriously, are, are there like signs around town that says "Vote for Joe"? Vote for me. Answer the damn phone, Joe. Answer the phone. I'm sorry, I hit the wrong button. Hi, Daniel. It's currently unavailable. Please speak clearly. Your voicemail. You like that, don't you? I love it. I thought it was your wife for a second. I was like, she's like, hi, Daniel. I'm like, what? Did your husband know you're talking to me? <laughs> do, you have, do you have to put signs up? You have to put signs up that says, "Hey, vote!" You know, vote for me. I don't touch no signs. Mm-mm. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, though, do you have to? If you're running, yeah, the the signs, the cards, and... really, John. Joe, Joe, you're, <laughs> you're well, not going to Do what? You're not going to run? Uh run away from it all. Okay. <laughs> Hey Joe, it's He's Don. A message. I'm on the clubhouse. Everyone want every everyone's going everyone everyone say hi. Say hi. 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 Okay, uh. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Seven three. In nine VOX. Thanks for the super chat. And eight. Yes. V-O-X. And eight. Sorry. V-O-X. Thank you, man. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, man. Is your he says my he says my kind of people. I like that. That's a thank we, you. Uh-huh. We just started drinking. Be careful. Yeah. Might not mean that. So Vince, yeah, how you doing, man? Oh, hey, hey Vince. Hey, I'm living the dream. I get ben, to hang what, with some cool guys. What part of Canada are you from? Uh, I'm I'm from the part that's north of the 49th parallel. So Montana. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, what's that yeah, like? Mont- yeah. So I'm I'm north of Montana. So I'm in a in a province. I almost said a state. <laughs> I'm in a province called Alberta, mm-hmm. and it borders on British Columbia on one side and. Saskatchewan, where almost nobody lives on the other side. So if you work a VE5, it's probably rare. <laughs> There's very few hams here. And Montana's on the south side of us. Gotcha. Yeah. Bordered and on one side by the Rocky Mountains and on the other in, side by big flat prairies. So were you born and raised in, the, in, that, in that province? In Hamilton, Ontario, which is an hour west of Toronto, which He's is a perfect place to be. I'm so better in not, Alberta. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah, Jody's on the DX. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jody's definitely DX. Uh, send those send those cars to the league, and in about uh, eighteen months later, the, you'll you'll get. Oh no, the V the V five bureau is so small they get it back in a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. so, so what did you get? So what did you get into ham radio? Like, what was your bug? Like, what? Oh wow! So forced you said, "Hey, let's do it." I, I was uh, seven years old, and m- my dad's cousin. Um, we called him uncle, uncle Al came by to visit V3 A N D. He was huge into radio, uh, commercial broadcast, uh, tech. And, uh, he showed us these, uh, shortwave things and we were goofing around with the shortwave. We didn't quite know what we were listening to, but all we heard was Spanish people talking usually, right? That's what I remember as a kid. Um, and you know, there's a bunch of English broadcasts and whatever. And so anyway, I got interested and I started studying Morse code and an electronic student. We're always fixing something at home. My dad was great at fixing two TVs and tube amplifiers. Mm. Um, and my brother picked up on uh, electronics. He later went on to uh, 
to work in the music industry as a, a front of house uh, audio guy, and he's now in uh, television. Um, okay. Anyway, so I picked up on electronics, and my school, my higher education didn't work out, but here I am, a working stiff in IT. When I was 18, I wrote my exam. That's 1980. So do the math. I know how old I am, but you know, because I'm not a young guy anymore. And in Canada at that time, the exam was about as hard as today's extra class. And Morse code, seven words a minute, mandatory. Okay. And girls were more interesting. So I never finished my exam. I never <laughs> got my ticket then. So fast forward the tape to 2002, a bunch of guys I was working with sat and did their license. And I sat in with them that night. And, you know, about a month of studying ahead of that, and it came back to me. Isn't so it amazing? That's a common, that's very, very common yeah. that you get to that age where it's, it's, it blows you away of what you're hearing through this box. And it could be a simple, you know, piece of 14 gauge, 16 gauge wire just going out, you know, then all of a sudden something trips in your brain and it's either, it's, it's either a combination of one of the above rock and roll you know, girls, uh, yeah. cars, mm -hmm. slash trucks, you know, engine repair, whatever. And you, unfortunately you kind of get away, but then all of a sudden you start implementing that radio somewhere in your life. I know for me, it was implementing it in a vehicle yeah. that I had. And then we kind of went from there, but your story is so, uh, common. like so many. Yeah. It's, it's very common. And, and I tell a lot of guys don't feel bad about it. Cause guess what? We're here now. Right. Well, and we're having fun. Well, Steve, you do exams. We both do exams mm -hmm. together, right? And um, and how many of the people would you say in those exam sessions are sub thirty? Like very few, right? Yeah, very few now. I did have a a pretty good run there for a while where it was everybody was sub thirty, but we were focusing on that demographic. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, but, but by and large, it's uh, it's not a it's it's an older guy or an older gal hobby as as it mm -hmm. might be right so but yeah people come at it later in life many of the people i've examined uh a lot of them are are new retirees yeah this is on my bucket list i want to do that when i retire so here i am sitting with you cool hmm. i must be the anomaly so, because i was in my early 20s and yeah. i've just but i just incorporate because i wanted to I, I i've always loved the hobby Mm -hmm. um, have you like? Do you still get excited, Vince, when you make when you even it, it could be your, you know, one thousand contact? Do you still get that excitement? I get the excitement every time I think. All BS aside, every time I think about the fact that my five watts of energy that can be used to light up an LED or a light bulb in your house can be harnessed in such a way that I can talk to somebody halfway around the planet. I got to chill out my back talking about it because. I still get that. I hear you. Yep. Yep. And K0KLB is in the chat, and, and he's been promoting a lot of this, you know, QRP stuff. Him and many other people have gotten me, have gotten the bug. And, um, yeah, it. I think it hits all of us. Uh, you know, some of us use 1,000 watts, 800 watts, 5 watts. Like, isn't it amazing when you see these reports of guys using milliwatts? Yep. You know, and, and I said it a thousand times, no disrespect to all the radio manufacturers. I still think it's all about your antenna. And it of course, totally propagation, is. you know, you know, uh, I mean that to none of the YouTube makers who are making videos about, about radios. I get it. But antennas is where it's at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spend your money on copper and aluminum. What do you do for now for antennas? Whether it's five watts or more, what do you have? 
So at tell home, us, tell us the arsenal. <laughs> uh, the, the arsenal. So the antenna farm is constantly under redevelopment. Uh, for the longest time, I ran a full-length fan dipole, cut for eighty, forty, twenty, and six. Holy Christ! Wow. So I had, big, I had a big lot. I had a really big lot when I lived in Ontario for a brief period. So we moved out here 25 years ago and I had to go back for some family matters. And it was in that time that I was licensed and I strung up this 135 foot antenna on my 175 foot deep lot. <laughs> now, now it's not all as good as it seems because the one end of that antenna terminated 20 feet from 15 kilovolt lines that ran right across the front of my lot. <laughs> so, you know, the joy of RFI. Anyway, I had a, a full size fan dipole and a trapped vertical for the longest time. And uh, recently, I switched over to a 0543 foot non resonant and a, um, a chameleon NCOM 2, I want to say, 60 foot non resonant N fed. And so that's what I've got here at home. When I'm operating portable, um, I've got a fan dipole I can put up on a mast on the back of my, uh, my RV. I, I glamp, I don't camp, I glamp. Um, and I've got uh, a variety of uh, different portable antennas, a JPC-7, which is thought of as a buddy pole. Uh, you've heard about this uh, JPC-12 lately. The 7 is the dipole version of it. Uh, a Comet HFJ-350. I've got some N-Feds that I put up. I carry a, a bunch of kit when I run portable. What's your favorite? Like, what's your go-to? Uh, when I'm operating portable, the N-Fed can't be beat for simple time to set up. You know, and if you cut it right and tune it right, and then the the real secret with an NFED and operating portable is putting it up consistently every time. So if you're going to put it up as uh, an inverted L, put it up the same way every time because you're going to tune it over ground that might be dry or damp. And so operate it under those same conditions and you know you're resonant. So, what you're, so when you're running your NFED, Typically ten through forty. Uh, typically ten through forty, sure. Yeah, it's, so it's about sixty what, feet 60 long. Foot, yes, between sixty and sixty-five. Got it. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I've got a couple of feds. I've got one from. Uh, I've got the little transformer from Spark Plug Gear. It was one of the early ones mm -hmm. that Mike made, and he sent it up to me. And he says, "Yeah, it's only rated for fifty watts, but giver, let me know how it works <laughs> out." The epoxy's rated for seventy degrees. You might get it a little warm. <laughs> it's still in one piece. Great product. Nice. Uh, his winder, the little light little balsa wood winder, it's balsa plywood. Mm -hmm. It's super lightweight, really nicely made. Uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, a, a Sota goat here in Alberta, Malin, uh, V6VID, he uh, he made me an NFED. So I've been I've been working with both of those, trying both of those out. And you know, with my KX3, it's kind of it's a new to me radio. It's a wonderful radio. I've always yeah, wanted to like own a, an Alacraft. I got the NFED for you. Which one, man? Right there. Oh, the K6ARK. That's an incredible yeah, that, antenna. That's that's what I, anytime I do anything on my 705, like out in the field or whatever, Yeah. pop that thing up, man, can't be beat. But yep. if you've got to wind that thing and solder that little capacitor, you know, yeah. you, you, you will. Oh, uh... <clears throat> uh, well, you see, now the joy of being older is you recognize your shortcomings. And that's, that's not enough magnification. Trust that's, me. that's a lit seven inch magnifier. And so yeah. that, that just makes my life real easy because, you know, I'm not 14 anymore, so I need help and I'm okay with that. 
Mm-hmm. Now, is that operating area for working and tinkering and building and repairing? Is that also your radio room or is this a separate room? No, that's it's directly behind me. My room is roughly rectangular. So the table I'm sitting at is I work from home. So it's my IT uh, workspace and uh, off on one corner just over yonder is uh, is the radio corner. So I can put a camera on that in a moment. Mm. Yeah. One of the things while you were talking, Vince, I was thinking about was it's not often we hear amateur radio enthusiasts complain about an antenna. You know what I mean? Huh. And and <laughs> they complain about their no, medical no. ailments, but not an antenna. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what I think, I guess my, my, what it made me think of is like when I started out, like my first antenna was the G5 RV junior. Right. And we all know you can get on the air with very simple, like speaker wire antenna. Right. So like you can still get up and and it's only as you advance that you notice the difference. Right. Like because if you start off on the shittiest antenna, you're still making contacts, not necessarily the the same propagation or whatever. Not the same effect, but you still make contacts and and kind of like your excitement with the five watts, a contact on a wire antenna, no matter what it is and how good you think it is. Uh, you're impressed. And then as you go along and because it's hard sometimes to justify purchasing a new antenna when you're satisfied with what you have. Right. Yeah. And so that's part of the, the, I think that's part of the side where even for myself, I need to just invest for the sake of experimenting because yes, I'm making good contacts with my antenna, but it's not the best. It's not the worst, but you know, the only way to know the real difference or or is to, is to try the, it. you know the improvement is is to try something else and obviously taking other people's um you know and even even other people's experiences is subjective right yeah. because their setup it may be different or the the noise floor locally may be different there's so many variables that it's not just like as i remember my buddy was like i want to have a, a radio for my my tractor to my home right well there's so many variables just with the ground with the elevation with buildings and obstructions with like, so it's not a, you know, like just because I say I love the NFED half wave that it means it's right for you. But it, yeah. antennas are so, so interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can be overly disappointed in any one, but you can be extremely impressed with one. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, three times. So three times in my life, I, I bought a, a used tower or helped take a tower down for free or, you know, the, the typical deal that goes around. Right. Mm-hmm. And three times I went damn, concrete is expensive. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yes. and, I, and I sold the tower right, off Steve, for a hundred right, bucks, Steve. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, I, it, I actually put the concrete in. Oh, yeah. And and yeah. Uh, so homeboys, my, I'm in shape. My shape is round. Round doesn't dig holes. Round does not do soda. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Unless it's a drive up. Um, yeah, and well. so... Uh, it, it, you know, masks are a simple way to go. Uh, in back east, when I was VE3, uh, I put up, for just for giggles, I bought some uh, wire at the dollar store, speaker wire. And I got 50 feet of 16-gauge, two-conductor, GE-branded, RCA-branded, whatever, speaker wire for a buck. So, yes, I bought 20 packets of it at that price. And I threw it in my bin, and I started building this fan dipole out of it. And it was up in the air for three years. And at the end of it, it looked kind of ratty. So I, I sent the wire to scrap when I moved. And I came out west and I rebuilt the same antenna with new wire because, of course, I still had 17 packets of this stuff. Well, that, <laughs> after five years of being in the dry western air and UV starting to break it down, it started to need maintenance. And the year that it needed uh, three repairs, I scrapped the antenna. And then I invested into Davis RF FlexWeave. So you might have heard me on Workbench talking about supple antenna wire. Jeremy still rolls his eyes when I say those words. So does Mark. And this stuff is amazing. You can tie it in a knot like it's parachute cord. It handles like crazy good. And I put this up in the air with 12 gauge Carlos, on the top. Me, Carlos, Carlos is in the chat, the parachute jumper. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah, yeah. Carlos, Carlos can use this to hold himself up. I, although I don't know that I'd want to see him try that. Um, and after three or four years, it, I, I neglected to consider the mechanical consideration that this antenna was a whole hell of a lot heavier than my last one, being 18 gauge wire. And I had to take it down because my fence could no longer support it. <laughs> so my switch over to this uh, 43 foot was largely because. If I didn't do something, I was going to have to repair a fence because <laughs> I tied it off on the corner posts. So, hey, you asked uh, what my shack looks like, and this is the uh, the corner from uh, this is taken from my point of view in the chair. So you can see, um, you know, the KX3 sitting there. It uh, it's designed to go out with me on the road. Steve, Steve, can you make him full screen? Yeah, and I'll try and hold this nice and steady. We could all appreciate this. There we go. There we go. So the Looks KX very nice. The KX3 sits on uh, on a plate on uh, the lid of a a Pelican case. And uh, there. I take yeah, it's the stuff I had to work with at the time. It's yeah, what's no, on it's hand. Nice. You can see a Heil PRAS there, a parametric receive system, audio system, a couple of uh, studio powered speakers, the tuner is there, a QRM 180 which is an interference reduction kit that I built. Uh, an external keyer is there, and uh, my FM uh, mobile radio is there. So that's the radio corner, and that's right at the end of the bench I'm sitting at as I uh, face the camera here. So um, all my radio gear is right within reach. It's real easy. Nice. Yeah. Looks good. Pretty awesome. And then obviously you have your, your workbench behind you. and Yeah, all your and the bench, the bench is behind me, and currently a mess because i was in the middle of rewinding some stuff onto cable winders and and the, and the like but yeah it's workable space uh beyond in the dark room on the other side are some service monitors and 
and such where we do lab work for uh, the club's repeaters and my own. So it's uh, it's a great right. space. As Karen says, this is the man cave. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you spend more time in the field playing radio or in the shack or is it equal? It depends on the seat. Like what's your. It, it's about equal. Um, so let me back up the tape a bit. So last summer, the guys from POTA asked many of us, you guys were invited, I believe, uh, as YouTubers to make an award presentation, you know, open the envelope, yeah. the winner is. And we were asked as podcasters, which was cool. I had heard about this POTA thing, but I didn't know what it was in August. And so Rod and I, we record this this clip, and I'm glamping. I'm in British Columbia at the time. I'm right on the hairy edge of LTE, but we somehow managed to get a Zoom call going and get the recording done. And I'm like, I should try this POTA thing. I love contesting. I like, Don't I do like, it. Don't do it. It's addicting. I know. It's crack, <laughs> right? Suck you dry. <laughs> Here, just try it once. Yeah, right? <laughs> First one's free. First yeah. one's free. <laughs> well, I love phone contesting, and I've often said to people, um, yeah, K8MRD is asking what POTA is. That's funny. Um, I've often said to people, if you want to get really good at disaster and emergency communications, please go and do some sideband phone contesting and do a lot of it because it's going to train your ear to discriminate voices and to handle a whole lot of confusing traffic at once, especially when you're on, on the receiving end of the pileup. So I love that. I like the adrenaline rush that goes with it. And so I tried some POTA after I recorded our kitschy little clip of, and the winner is, and I opened the WinLink envelope and read the name. To a guy who's way crazier than I am doing POTA roving, I might add. And I've been doing POTA ever since. And so somebody said to me, uh, well, Vince, your shape is round. I'll take you on a drive-up soda. <laughs> well, he's a goat. He's expert level. I'm not going to say no to that. So I went on a POTA with him, or soda with him, excuse me. And then we did a, a POTA in the afternoon. And his kit weighed eight pounds and mine weighed 58, including the mast. Of course, because we have to bring everything. Because we Just have to bring case. everything. Just and so case. it showed me how much better I could be at it. So now I own a KX3 and I own a lightweight mast, and I do my mm. POTA that way if I'm not doing a drive-up. Pasta that's on the air, that's great. So yeah, about, about half of what I do is portable. Uh, when I sit at home <laughs> in between meetings, I will admit in between meetings or on my, my break times, air quotes, I'll go. Uh, I'll go hunting. One of my virtual monitors always has the spots up. It's great yeah. fun. And when I you're out playing in Poda, you're traditionally with the KX3 only, or you're running 100 watts with a, with an amp or another radio. I've got uh, in in my truck. I have th three radios, three or four radios in the truck. I have an 8900 and 857. I have a 250 milliwatt APRS beacon which I can use to test the efficiency of our DigiPeter network with the club because it'll catch all the fringe, right? 25 mm -hmm. watts gets everywhere. Quarter of a watt doesn't. So I know where the edges are really effectively. Mm -hmm. True. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. And so I'll run 50 watts typically out of the truck. Um, if it's below 40 freedom units out, I'll be sitting in the truck. If it's 40 freedom units or above and sunny, I'll be outside. And I'll be outside on the tailgate with the KX3. Wow, roughing it, nice. Roughing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love picnic table operating. You know, the the photo that uh, I think you said Shane grabbed uh, for mm -hmm. the marketing for the front end of this video clip. Um, 
was just me sitting at the picnic table where we were glamping this summer. And nice. Yeah, I like just sitting around at the picnic table and seeing what I can find. Do you get a lot of bugs out there in your Providence in, in the yes. summertime? You yes. do. Interesting. Yes. yes. Big the black bug, flies, the, man. Oh yeah, they're the size of Cessna one eighties up north. <laughs> grow them big up there in Canada, don't they you? Grow them way big. Yeah, so I I stay indoors until July. <laughs> well, that must be Scout seventy five shooting them up from a northern Wisconsin, you know, up towards you guys because no, that is a pain. I have to agree. Yeah. You know, again, I love Poda. You guys all know it, and and so do the other guys here in in, in the chat. But we all have our little. Uh, nuisances, but we just we just get through it one way or another. Um, I bring a fan with me, okay. and I said, and I'm going to screw those little boogers. I'm going to throw off the avionics. You know, um, I finally got what's called the clamshell tent that screened it, that screened yeah. area. I love that, but if I'm going to do something, if if I'm going to do a quickie or something, I always have my fan keeps me cool. Throws off their avionics. You stay away from my within three to five feet of me. Hey, man, we're good. That's how I look at it. Mm. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, you bet. And my wife has uh, made an investment in um, mosquito repellent clothing. And it's actually quite effective. Mm-hmm. So. It's all good. Yeah, what, kind of, what kind of clothing? Uh, it cut out for a second. Mosquito repellent clothing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know what works really well for mosquito repelling? Staying is, indoors. Um, no, those coasters from Tim Hortons. The drink, you know, the drink coasters. Yeah. What about them? You, you, you light them that, and you let them smolder. Yeah, the drink yeah. coasters. We yeah. don't have coasters out east, out west here, so I'm I'm at a loss. He drinks from a bottle. He's you a you know the, the four the four thing where you go to Tim Hortons they oh, give you the four the, coffees. Oh, the multi thing? yeah the the tray yeah. that holds them. Oh yeah yeah. 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 I did light not know on, that. Light those on fire and then blow out the flame so it just smolders and yeah. uh, it acts like a great mosquito repellent. I bought uh, something from from Amazon. So I justify I justify my uh, my Tim Hortons addiction. Oh, there yeah, you go. go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Being an ant, being an ant introduced me back in the summertime to this little device. It takes like a double A battery and you, it, it throws some scent out and it throws a fan out. And let thermosel. me tell you something. Yes, thermosel, that's it. And I was really amazed. I thought it was just going to be like one of those, you know, gadgets and gadgets. You know, use it. You know, there is. David says he he says I swamp, I hunt, I swamp, I hunt in the swamps and a thermosel is a must. So I'm going to say, David, you're under extreme conditions, I'm under mild to you know to medium conditions. So there you go. That's testament, you know. So Davis says it all right there. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's and there's down a here in the chat swamp. Yeah. yeah. I have one, and I throw it up on the dash of the car if I've got the windows down. Carlos is saying not. it too. Even at fifteen thousand yep. feet, he has those little things, you know, bugging them, and you know. Do you guys have deer flies down there? Oh yeah. Deer flies. Uh, not, well, I, know, I know you have them, but oh. you guys in like is on you guys. Do you have deer flies? I don't even know what a deer fly is, if, unless you're telling me it's some big ass fly. That things, like a it's deer. a fly about that freaking big. When those things bite you, man, they sting. Oh, they yeah. Yeah, they take a chunk of skin. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not directly where I live, where my QTH is. Maybe you know in, in interior Connecticut, but along the shoreline here, I haven't seen them. Or 
been bitten by it. You know. Yeah. So you know, I I found this Poda thing, and I'm like, well, this is kind of cool. This is neat. I wonder how many parks in Alberta stand have not yet been activated. Turns out. <laughs> A buttload of them. Now, did you know a buttload is a legal unit of measure? I'm I'm no. gonna let I'm gonna let the audience look that up on Wikipedia. Molson's learn... already Molson's already on it. Trust me. Look yeah. at him. Look at him, and, look at him and, go. Look at him. Say he knows. And we are on it. And we are not talking about butt cheeks, as I say, buttload. To be very clear, but Molson, um, grab us a picture too. I want to see. I want to see a picture. So there's a buttload of these things. And they haven't Certainly been activated, so so my buddy and I, uh, we decided, well, let's go activate a bunch of these things and say we were first, kind of like Andy Cowley does, right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> hey, sorry, Andy, I had to get there first before yeah, you. Absolutely. Andy, Andy's a good you'll guy. See it on the, you'll see it on the Twitter. Uh, so we've been we've been doing these potathons uh, and potathon hashtag potathon in front of it. If you're going to go off and do more than one park in a day, please go ahead and adopt the term. It's, it's royalty free. I'm trying to get wide use adoption of this term. And we, we go off and do potathons all over, um, anywhere, uh, you know, within a few hours of home, let's say, and do, you know, multi-park roves. Um, and we see all kinds of absolutely stunning scenery because we're right in the foothills of the Rockies. And so it's, it's not ugly, flat, uh, prairies, which have their own beauty in their own way. Um, and we're real fortunate where we live. Uh, our POTA coordinator in Canada is just starting to add some new parks onto our maps, which is kind of cool. We don't have nearly the number of parks on our maps that uh, our lovely friends uh, south of the 49th have. Um, so it makes it uh, a whole lot of fun to go off and uh, visit these new places and see what you, see what you can see. It's even what more fun you... at this time of year where there's no bugs. There you go. That we're obviously right from what probably November to April. What yeah. are you experiencing as far as so where you are located in the parks that you're hitting? Let's say uh, 20 and 40. What's uh, your uh, are you hitting like uh, like give us the range of the of, of of the United States? Are you hitting like Joe Brett's area on a regular basis? Do you find is it harder for you to hit me in Connecticut? Uh, you know, like what's the if if conditions are so solar wind at my latitude i'm at uh, 50 degrees north uh solar wind and the k index are more of a challenge for me as indicators than anything else uh so if the solar wind is busy qsb is all over the place um if the k index is high it's going to be a tough day but i'm still going to make contacts uh, probably on digital or cd all right let me interrupt you so when you watch the solar winds and so do i what what do you what's your what's your benchmark? Are you saying anything over like four fifty five hundred? It gets interesting. It gets okay. Yeah, same here. Okay. Yeah, anything over seven hundred, it gets fugly. Oh right? yeah. So, um, I don't have a problem hitting anywhere in the continental United States from where I am. It's not uncommon for me to uh, to work Alaska on one call and Florida on the next, and Georgia and Virginia. Uh, less common New England. Uh, but not unheard of. Uncommon um, Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, unless the band is short. Manitoba is a short skip for me. Uh, so short Manitoba's, hop on 40. yeah, short, short hop, on, hop 20, on, on 20. On 20. On 20, really? Wow. Okay. Right. So um, on 40, uh, it's, uh, I'm probably reaching uh, up, to, up to the Yukon and, and the Alaska border. 
at the north, so 60 degrees north. I'm getting out to Hudson's Bay on the east, uh, that, that big dip in the Canadian map at the top. Um, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of Canada's other ocean shores, as uh, somebody pointed out to me recently. And I'm getting out as far as Wisconsin and down far south as uh, Arizona on 40 daytime. Now, how about going across the pole over to Europe and... On 20, sure. Sure. Yeah, so somebody in the comments, Stu, uh, M, uh, M0OVG says, hopes to work your park to park. And yeah, I hope to be able to do that too. It's not uncommon for me if the bands are good and it's early enough in the morning before gray line starts to be in effect in Europe for me to be able to work Europe on 20. Right. Hmm. So, yeah, it's a I lot of fun. I think we all forget. I think we all, because I know I do, that the gray line obviously comes early first in Europe and then it starts to work its way, mm-hmm. you, you know, west. And it, it's, it can be frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah, and every once in a while, you know, I, I hear this uh, this guy calling me, da 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 did it, and I go, da 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 did it, and I, I think about hitting da 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 did it. Oh, wait a minute, no, that's Kyle, right? <laughs> and so and Kyle and I, we're we're like a hop away on either twenty or forty as it as it happens. I was gonna say you just got to fire back. Please copy. Please, please copy. <laughs> yeah, no, that takes up too many dits and does. I won't do that. that. Vince, is CW your primary mode? I'm trying to make it that. Uh, Don, uh, I hate CW. So I'm going to say it. Hi, I'm Vince. I hate CW. I don't log my contacts except doing satellite and POTA work. <laughs> satellite, POTA, and Kyle. <laughs> That's all and, Kyle. Well, yeah, well, right. And so I, um, I, I took up CW when I first got my ticket because at that time, code was still required in Canada for HF privileges. So a year after I did my ticket and had my VHF privileges, I did code at five words a minute and got my HF privileges. I promised the guy who did my instruction, my uh, exam, my friend Barry, yes, I'll use it. I made one contact at five words a minute. My head hurt. I put it away. Now I have to grab a, I got to grab a prop. That's like the promise that says I'll never buy another radio again. Mm-hmm. Well, except I meant it. And because, uh, like, it really did make my head hurt. Um, and we were talking about this on Kyle's CW live stream last night. And so here's the prop. Now, y'all are wondering what this is, right? It's a joy- oh, joystick, right? Yeah. Wait. So at the other end of the joystick is the connector. Oh, wow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this was my first key. And it still how works. Did, how did you do that? Oh yeah, that's it's just 
da 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 Oh my god, look at that. <laughs> That's right. like that's like my son's remote control excavator that I changed yeah. the remote control into I the. Saw, uh, I saw yeah. that video. Um, you know, so, I'm looking at my log. We never, we've never made contact, man. No, we haven't. I got all these. I have all these V6s, and I don't have LK. No, well, we'll we'll I'll change work, that. We'll change work, that work one right day. Right now, you know? for crying out loud, I'll work them in a little bit here. Yeah, for, we might be able to do it on 40 this time of night, but. Um, I'd have to go so, pull my antenna back up. Uh, I, give me I, a minute. I'll, I'll be back. I bring, uh, I bring the, <laughs> I bring the, the, uh, the, the joystick out, and Barry looks at me, and he says, "You can't be serious." He pushes a street key in front of me. Mm-hmm. I tried to use it. I got carpal tunnel. Can't use that. He puts a Bencher BY2 in front of me. I fumble with it. Well, Vince, I can't let you use the joystick. I can't. Yes, Barry, you can. You know. RIC-1 regulations, that's the regulations by which me as an examiner, I'm governed, says that I have to demonstrate proficiency in code. So I'm going to go stand at your doorway and I'm going to flick your light switch on and off in the proper cadence at five words a minute and demonstrate (laughs) proficiency. Okay, Vince, you can use the joystick. I love it. Oh, I love it. (laughs) And so I hate CW. And when band conditions were really craptastic about three, four years ago, I took CW Academy and I didn't like it and I got really stressed out about it, but I learned something and I'm now, and, and then I went out, I did the silly thing. I bought a big alley. I just, that's the Porsche. That's the Porsche of keys. Right? I, I bought, I bought the Porsche because I got a chance to try one. a friend brought one out to a winter field day site and I got a chance to try the sculpture and the traveler light. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful keys. So I'm like, I've invested all this money. I better bloody well use it. And I have discovered it's a whole bunch of fun. It's mm-hmm. frustrating fun, but it's fun. So I'm trying to I'm trying to migrate myself towards CW. Um, FT8 been there, done that. You know, it's pushing buttons. You now, know, uh, the guys full, who full you power to guys with, who do it. You know, the the guys who you hang out. Let's just back up from it. So the guys yeah. who you hang out locally with are they. CW enthusiasts, or they have the same feeling as you. Birds uh, of a feather flock together, but then all of a sudden, there are there yeah. are uh, most of the guys I hang with are phone operators, phone and FT8 operators, and and my Poda buddy is a phone FT8 operator. Uh, he and I uh, kit up and sell a Morse Tudor kit together, and he's learning. So he's a few years behind me, and Steve's holding one of those kits there you up. Go, Steve. Uh, there you go. If you're interested in one of those kits, you know, shameless plug, go to my website v6lk.com, and you can find out how to buy one, and we'll send one out to you as soon as we have them in stock. But um, he's trying to learn Morse code from that, and they allow head-to-head uh, transmission back and forth with people wirelessly, mm-hmm. kind of like the uh, uh, the Morse Arenos. Here's another mm-hmm. great Morse learning kit, right? So. I, right, I'm so trying then, to get. I'm trying to get better at it. Thomas right. K4SWL says to me, Vince, go off and work Poda at the speed you're comfortable at. People will respond, and they did. Mm-hmm. And I, got, I was hooked. So I, then what? So then what? So then now, what brings you into? That's why I wanted to segue. So now, what brings you into FT8? Uh, FT8 was oh hey this is the new shiny thing, three years ago. And so I played around with FT8 for a bit, and I'll still do it if I need to, but it doesn't do much for me. Do you do it from the shack? I listen to it all the time. If you look on PSK Reporter and you see VE6 Victor Papa Delta, 
reporting your packets. That's my other call sign because in Canada we can hold as many call signs as we want as long as we fork over 60 bucks a call. That's my original call sign. Don't ever take VPD as a call. It sucks. It's really long in CW and all the letters sound the same. Oh, it's a terrible call. But anyway, I, I listen on my uh, my SDR play. And I'm listening currently to, I don't know. Uh, let me go take a peek here. Hey, I can show you my FT8 setup. Can I do a screen share? That'd be yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. Let me do that. Uh, share screen and... It's easiest with two monitors. Don't show these tips again. Yes, thank you, StreamYard. <laughs> I really like it when StreamYard tries to help me. And so at this point, you should be seeing one of my monitors, right? So this is uh, one of my Windows 7 machines, and it is running my SDR play. So I have an RSP Duo, the dual channel receiver. I can do diversity reception with it. And I am currently listening to 15, 12, and 10 meters. And I have three wow. instances of WSJT running. And this runs 24 hours a day. I rarely look at it, but every once in a while, so it's a service to others. What am I, what's being heard in grid square DO 20 where I live. Um, and every once in a while, I think PSK. of it as my, my personal propagation predictor. I'm going to go to my, while you're talking, I'm going to go to my PSK reporter. Website and look for V6 Victor Papa Delta. Yeah, just for, as they say, just for uh, giggles or, yeah, and so I've set this up as a three instance um, because the, the SDR plays can hear 10 megahertz of bandwidth at once, most of them. Great receivers, um, nice sensitivity to them. Uh, usually during the daytime, this is all lit up. 10 meters was well lit today. Let's take a peek at what I was hearing on 10 meters. I was hearing a whole bunch of Japan. Wow. Look at, look at that, Japan right at uh, 1 a.m. Zulu, so just an hour ago. You know, Japan's just over the ocean to me. To, me, to see you in mm -hmm. Connecticut, it's rare. Mm -hmm. But what's rare to me is Germany, and for you, that's a local call. One of the things yeah, I miss about living in Ontario, where Daniel lives, uh, where Molson lives, is uh, boy, you're just you're in the middle of everything. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, look at look at this. Who was I hearing? Charlie Echo, Bravo Alpha, Radio Whiskey. Uh, uniform Alpha, so all kinds of Baltic states. You might this have was a KMRD in there. I'm, I, I might. I might. You never know. So this is this is what I do for FT8, and and I'm just listening all the time, listening to three channels at once. You know, virtual audio cables, uh, virtual serial point for cat control, so I can switch, I can switch my band, and it'll automatically switch it over on this virtual receiver. Wow. It's, uh, right, so I'm th seeing this you, took me I'm, hours to okay. set up. I'm seeing you on 30 meters. The last thing that I could see is on 30 meters. On, on LK, yeah. If you look at uh, VPD, yeah. Victor Papa Delta, that's where you'll see my PSK reporter spot show up. Okay, so PSK 30. Just some just switching modes here. So that, that's what I do with FT8 here at home. So I play with FT8. I play with digital modes. You know, really PSK, JS8 call. JS8 call is a lot of fun because you can get out there and have a, have a nice little chit-chat with somebody and take advantage of the great protocol uh, or the related protocol that FT8 is. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's, that's more interesting to me than just, yeah, 5.9 thank you in digital mode. 
That's kind of odd. I just like 5-9, thank you for POTA, but I don't mind chatting when it comes to JS8 call. So, anyway, I play with, I play with all like, kinds of stuff. Do you, do you like JS8 more because of the keyboard to keyboard or like similar to PSK31? Yeah. Yeah, there's a human element to it for sure. And it's 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 a great weak signal mode for that human element too, right? So I look yeah. forward to the day when I can decode more than a call sign in five nine nine. Good morning, good afternoon, thank you. In CW, <laughs> or I might be able to have a little bit of a rag chew with somebody. So now that you've played with so many modes, some bands, some antennas, yeah. some radios, inside, outside. Is there something new or something old that's bringing you back? That's gravitating, as they say. It's you know, just when I thought I was out, they brought me back in. You know, where you know, where are you? Is is there a new bug kind of biting you? Poda, 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 Poda. In August, uh, Poda bit me, and so uh, I deliver presentation to clubs uh, about how to build a go kit. How to design a go kit, not how to build. That's a very different topic, but how to design a go kit to meet your needs. And I have a a single go kit that's in two Pelican cases, and it's a system designed to interlock together, and they cross-connect to each other in the whole bit. Um, uh, Three receivers and a a tuner and a a sound card. What do you stress to them? What are the the bullet points that you stress in designing? Because I know I I never had that. And if, and if there's anybody out there, listen to a guy like Vince and the K8MRD and others. Yeah. Because mine was version one, used it first here in, on the back porch, backyard, took it out. It worked, but it got, I, I wasn't, I felt like I was fighting it a little bit. You mm-hmm. go back, you go into version two, version three. I think I'm up to about version five or version six, but I wish I had some type of, and that's probably my fault for not looking either. I just kind of dove into it, but yeah. what are your bullet points for when it comes to a design? Things to look well, at? so in the private chat, I've pasted a link to an article I wrote, which is kind of the distilled version of the presentation I deliver. In short, it says, use a methodology, and I'm a big fan of Kepner and Trigo. I'll explain that in a second. Figure out what you must have and what's nice to have. That's Kepner and that's Trigo. So what Good must point. you have in your kit? What's nice to have in your kit? Don't spend a dollar until you do this. I went at it bass backwards. I had the gear and I had the Pelican boxes because I got them for 25 bucks at a flea market. Can't go wrong at that price, right? Love Pelican, Be- yeah. Love Pelican, right? And they're beat up and I don't care. Pelican uh, and Gators, yep. Pelican and Gators and, and others much like right. Nanook yeah. and several others, Apache and all the rest, right? Um, but figure out what you need and figure out what you want and then start to acquire and start to build. Um, Carlos says SKB, sure, and a whole bunch of them out there. Absolutely. Too, you know? Vince, Vince, have you noticed a lot of guys, again, this is what happens when you get sucked into the marketing of this is the best, this is the best. you got to oh, yeah, remember that drives me crazy. what we're going to use this stuff for. We are not Navy SEALs ops going over <laughs> you know, 10,000 miles, and we're going to be in some extreme conditions of the Amazon to the, to the Sahara, to the poles, to whatever. Guys, it's a whole different world. Whole, again, you'll be okay if you use the harbor freight. 
especially yeah. if you're on a budget. Listen, I have listen. My you know what my first go kit was? It was a f- plastic file box that came out of Staples. Oh yeah, literally that 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 people during tax season would and I just put some foam around it on the bottom and the sides, and I had my LDG tuner and I had my dual band radio, and and then from there I did a uh, a reg- I don't. We remember a name of it. It was a basic toolbox. Yeah. You know, you start work just like you said, you start figuring out what works for you. But guys, I tell everybody, you don't have to spend a lot of money. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just get out there, you know, based on your needs and wants. That's a, that's a very good uh, point, though, Vince. And I'm glad yeah. you're, you're out there stressing that. Well, so I built this first kit up, and I, I put my I had an eighty eight fifty seven and an eighty eight hundred Yesu dual band cross band radio, and I put them both beside each other on one of them checker plates because I went to metal supermarkets and I said I need some metal cut this size, and it's very expensive but very convenient, you know, dollars per square foot kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and I got four of them, and I still have one floating around somewhere in the shop. Um, and I did this 10 years ago and I started to build these kits up and it was only this past summer when I'm out glamping for two weeks and setting up in three different campgrounds. Cause we want to see a bunch of different places that I went, wow. And I cut a video on this. Here's how I set up my portable kit. And I had to do it in, in fast motion so that you weren't watching me for 20 minutes setting up my kit. And after that two weeks, I, I thought to myself, my gosh, my needs have changed. I want fast, rapid, repeatable setup. Mm-hmm. So I took my two-box Go Kit, and you can go to my website and you can read the article on the Go Kit. I haven't updated it with new photos yet. And I took radio. I took the, uh, one radio and moved it out, and I moved all the HF stuff into one kit. And I put all the VHF, UHF into another kit. I added a radio, so I have dual redundant radios because two is one and one is none. Because the events I do, communications is critical, like rally sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I've redundant power supplies between the two. They're the exact same power supply. PowerWorks SS30s are hugely good compact switching power supplies that are quiet, and you can adjust them if you get the birdie. And they're reasonably well-priced. I think Giga carries them. Can't remember who else carries them. Um, And so I did all this reshuffling of kit, and it was with that in mind that a friend uh, took me out to do soda, and I showed him my kit, 56 pounds, and his was six. It was a KX2. <laughs> and I'm not making these numbers up. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got some candy store. Mo- I've got some candy money. 
I have to, I must, I must go find like a lightweight radio. And I sat down, I looked at the 705 in earnest. So I work at the candy store, I get staff pricing. I love working at the candy store. They treat me really well. I love working with customers, helping them spend their money. Um, and I sat with the 705 and the interface just drives me crazy. We're it's all a lovely radio. We're all preferred customers. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just come on up and we'll take care of you. Hey, I got to stop you for one minute because just real, real quickly, you see yeah. the ammo, you see the ammo cans out there. They're mm-hmm. great for some people. And if that's yeah. you use it, I remember a long, oh man, I, I probably was maybe my first year in, in the ham radio. This is even before we even heard of the word called go kit this guy he was very frugal and i don't know if you want to level the words of frugal cheap or just outright but he had an old suitcase probably from the 50s or the 60s and i remember he had an old he had old an old blanket just wrapped in everything but it 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 worked for him it worked for him and they used it for field day and it was just so anything can really work for you yeah but once you start getting out there, you start really figuring out your needs, don't you? Because like you and so many others, I remember my first half a dozen dozen POTA stuff uh, three years, three or four years ago. I bought one of these rigid boxes, toolboxes, and I love my rigid boxes. I love the whole organization yeah. stuff. Matter of fact, I bought two. That's how bad I loved it. You know, weekly I bought. Like you, I probably had fifty-eight to sixty pounds of stuff in there that you, you would have thought I was planning for the end of the world and we're going to be out here for two weeks. Meanwhile, there's a Walmart, McDonald's, Costco, and a gas station with a bathroom within five to ten miles from me, but we overpacked. And I guess we're like that as ham radio operators. We think we got to bring everything with us. And then there comes that comfort level where you really don't. Yes, there are some essential things because we've all had things break on us, and you MacGyver it. Yeah. You really do. You can MacGyver something and it still works. If you forget your electrical electrical tape, that's fine. You got masking tape, it'll work. Don't worry about it. It'll work. You mm-hmm. know, that kind of stuff. As long as you got a knife, I, I swear a knife is probably your most essential thing. There you <laughs> go. There absolutely. You know, that yeah. to me, a knife, radio, and a cigar, man, I'm good. I've learned oh, to I forgot my cigar. I'm sorry. It'll be okay. <laughs> you, got, you guys see it'll my glasses? Yeah, they're all fogged up. Oh, just... Uh oh. Did did you really go outside? Uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, You're my son had to climb. My son had to climb the tower because my wire was frozen to the tower. He had to <laughs> did break you the promise him a blizzard or at least? <laughs> and it's cold so, out. What are you talking you, about? You you also have an antenna boy. Antenna boy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, Mike He has an antenna boy. No, it's all. It's all the wire was frozen to the uh, to the legs of the tower because you know you drop the wire antenna. Yeah, that's hate when the wire gets froze to the leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have Listen, to walk around funny and shake it off, right? For the ninety-six people who are watching, you just you just witnessed dedication. Molson is dedicated to us. That's dedication. To you, oh, no. To getting the E six LK is my law. Yes, Vince, I'm curious. What yeah, antenna? What antenna are you running on the SDR? On the SDR, I am running a 150 foot random wire stapled to my fence in an L shape at five feet off the ground. I call it the twisted beverage. Nice. 
Nice. That's it. That's it. Love it. Yep. Nice and simple. Hey, let's let's capture a, a comment in the uh, in the in the uh, let's capture something from the comments. Scout seventy five said the paradox many of us are caught in is two two versus one. Two is one in pounds and ounces means pain. That's a great comment. Um, and the you know here's the point I'm going to address with that is one go kit does not fit all needs. There are many different types of kits you can have. So I own I now own three kits. And two of them are designed as a system to work together, but they can be used separately. And they're all in three separate Pelican boxes. And so kit number one is a, a Kenwood TM732A. Those of you who don't remember that, it's the uh, dual-band, uh, right. cross-band-capable radio from about 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. And if you've got one, the display is probably a little funky on it, so hold on to that radio because you can't get the displays Do anymore. Do you remember the original, the first dual-band Cross-banding radio to come out. Do you remember that? Which I believe. Don't, I don't. don't Alinko five seventy, I think. And we learned that you had to run them on low power, and you had to keep a, a constant power source to them because the voltage would drop very quickly. But we used them all the time here in Connecticut for period for for MCOM events, uh, personal stuff. Um, I used to go into the grocery store with my HT. And cross band out to the Camaro. I had a Camaro at the time, and the Camaro would, you know, get me back onto the repeater. It, it was a fun way of just, you know, of doing things. But I think that Alinko, I think it was the DJ 570, I think it was. Yeah. Somebody wants to look it up. Yeah. But that was a great. It was, and then others started following. Yeah. And it, it got really exciting. It got really exciting. A poor man's way. Yes, Mark. We actually did it from, from Mark's wedding, too. We were all, you know, getting in trouble. <laughs> Playing radio at the wedding. Yeah, that goes over yeah, really well. Well, um, it, it kind of did. But So in, in kit one, I've got this TM732 and an FT8800. I've got an external speaker. Uh, and I've got a headphone mixer from a music store. And I've, I've hacked one of the channels and I put in an LM386 amplifier module. So it's about two watts out. And it feeds, you know, one of those old four-inch Radio Shack brand speakers that I plug into it so that people around me can hear my radios and I can also hear in my headphones and I can isolate the noise in a net control space. Um, that's kit one. Kit two is a all HF LDG tuner, signal link, power supply, FT eight fifty seven, full of filters, trans, you know, TCXO and it's loaded, loaded for bear. Each case has the capability as has antennas buried in it. Each case has an AC cord in it. It can run off DC. I've got a 50 amp hour battery pack that I built last winter that I carry with me everywhere because you never know when commercial power fails. Um, kit three is this Elecraft kit that I built up. And I built it up with uh, Elecraft with uh, Gem Products holders so that I can remove the radio easily for maintenance. I can take the radio on its own, put it in my backpack if I want to go ultralight. It's got 15 amp hours of battery built into the box which is this much too much to carry on an airplane. I didn't think that part of the plan through clearly, but that's okay. Uh, so each kit has a different purpose. Thomas K4SWO, he's a guy who's master of kitting, right? If you've ever watched any yeah. of his radios. Very and cool Th- stuff. Very cool stuff. And, and we're tickled pink to have him now as a regular guest on uh, the Workbench podcast too. Uh-huh. Um, super, super nice guy. Can and you ask him to come on here, please? I don't know. I'll if, do that. 
I'll give you I an mean, introduction. No, listen, I mean, no disrespect. If if he thinks our shenanigans are a little bit watered down, whatever, I I respect it. But I really want I really want him to come on because I love following him on Twitter. Yeah. And 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 his between the blog and what he's doing, it's a real jump starter. If you need a little kick in the pants to oh, get yeah. things going, man, he's going to open up your world. He really, mm-hmm. really will. One way or another, he will get you excited. Absolutely. Yeah. He will. Well, he, so he taught me a really important thing about kits and, and scout. I'm sure you'll, you'll resonate with this real clear is he said, you don't, you don't borrow, borrow from, from one, one kit, kit for another. For another. <clears throat> so all so of a sudden, so getting, getting a real bad, bad echo. Who's got a loop? 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 I think it's, I think it's Molson. No, it's not no, me. it's not me. I don't hear nothing. So maybe it's me. It's not me. It's not so. me. So. Well, where's that? Well, where's that echo coming, coming from? from? What the hell's what the hell going, on? going on? All I did is hit the mute button on my mic. Well, it well, could, it could be, just be just a, a funky, funky um, <laughs> stream, stream here. Hey, hey, Steve, Steve why don't you throw, throw us all in the green room, room and then we'll come back out. Let's see. Hey, folks, we'll be right back. Hey, hey. Did that work? Did that work? No, no. It's Joe Brett. Really? Yeah, let me remove Joe Brett. It's Joe Brett, see? One It's gone. JB? You boy, uh oh, he is gonna get. Look at that. You're gonna see madder than a horsefly right now, more madder than a moose fly, dragonfly. How many other flies were the guys just discussing before? Oh, uh oh, so Tom, what happens when you play your voice and you put that modulator to lower the pitch of your voice so that you sound like you're five octaves lower? It's not a real voice, guys. (laughs) All right, what about now? I don't know. What about now? Bodacious. There you go. You got it. I don't. I don't know yeah. how the mute button activated a channel anyway. I love y'all it. Now, for y'all the first are wall time to we wall hear, and... For the first Listen, time go. ever, we hear a mute Joe Brett. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> this is a first. Holy Just Christ. made Molson's night. Oh. I, you know what? You know what made my night is the, making the first contact in, uh, contact in a couple of weeks with Puerto Rico. So there you go. Nice. You go. Nice. Well, you, you know, um, so Thomas, he says to me, don't ever borrow from one kit to make another. And if you do, you grab your pad of paper and you write yourself an IOU and you put it in the kit to say this kit is owed a connector or an adapter. Thomas is a master of kitting. So yes. you absolutely have multiple kits for multiple purposes. One size does not fit all. My kit does not mean it's your kit and it doesn't mean it's going to work well for you. It means it works well for me, for, for my purposes. So I go right back to design for purpose. So big, and, big, long answer, but yeah. No, 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 and 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 listen. There's nothing wrong with going to the flea market and you and you see a, you know, a, a barrel connector or something. Listen, guys, for a couple of bucks, walk out of there and you know make it at least worth your while. Just throw them in the bag. I know I keep a, a like a, a small Tupperware. Basically, it was from Chinese food. Washed it out through, just throw and I compartmentized, and it's. And, and I wrap it with the night eyes. So in case I ever need a night eyes, mm-hmm. I have that too. It just keeps the lid on. on. Again, you kind of learn these things as you go along, but that's the whole point. You're not failing. Just get out there 
and I, and I know like that's one of my goals in 23 is to start getting back out again. Um, you know, it's it's I'm missing it now. I'm missing sitting next to those damn horse flies and, and moose flies and and just get yeah. out there again. It's and everything. And uh, matter of fact, you were talking about the spark, uh, the spark, uh, uh, spark plug gear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I got the email today. He has a couple left in those colored insulator or the color. Uh, yeah, I bet yeah. those are already gone. If they're gone, God bless them. You know, yeah. um, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I was tempted. I was tempted to get another antenna. And I says, no, I can't until I get back on again. There you go. Here's my winder from, uh, from Mike. Spark plug gear. Um, judicious use of dollar store carabiners. I own like 30 of these things. And inside, inside my little plastic tub that came with, I don't remember what, here's the, uh, you know, the 49 to one that hangs off the end of it. Um, do you guys, do you guys go, do all you guys go through the same thing I go through? When I walk into a Home Depot or a Lowe's, I feel like I'm the only guy in there and I don't mind. I'm thinking, how can I use that item? For my ham oh, yeah. radio hobby, everyone else is, uh, you know, I'm building a house. I need the plywood. I need the uh, the uh, the you know the 200 watt uh, uh, amp service. I need a bathroom. I need a, a toilet. I need, and I'm like, I need a little connect. You know, just anything you see, the little stuff. I'm like, you know, I think I could use that. I think I can use that. I think I can use that. You know, my brain is is going in a whole different world, whole different speed mm-hmm. than these other people inside the Home Depot and the Lowe's of the world. Even, you know, from the Costco to the Walmart. You know, I love it. You know, from the automotive aisle to the hardware section to the home goods section, it doesn't make a difference. You know, somehow I think we're always thinking ham radio. We're oh, yeah. trying to incorporate it somehow, some way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And Carlos says his same reason he goes to the restore. I shop everywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah, the dollar store too. Absolutely. You know, get get some okay rope. Yeah, that's good. So that that's my kit that supports my KX3 that's on the table. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of repacking it, but I'm I'm a, a junkie for carabiners and 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 stuff and S hooks, and I carry all of these with me. So you're wondering, well, what the hell do I need? I don't know what's on here. Twenty five hooks. Uh, hey, thanks, K9EI. Um, yeah. Hey, it, look at that. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you my, know, feed, Vince, my feed I, line was I, coming in at an angle, and I just used this to weight it down to take the load off of the connector. Vince, I was walking around with one of those on my belt loops, <laughs> and one of the kids said, Dad, you look like the custodian from when we, when we were a kid. You know, <laughs> but the difference is, is he had the keys. Yeah. I said, well, mm-hmm. but these are just as important as the keys <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for every room. 
Well, but again. So, so, you know, Scout had a great comment a little while ago. He says that he keeps checklists in every one of his kits. And I haven't gotten to that level yet. But um, I found myself with all of these potathons I was doing. I'm a planner by nature. I'm a, a project manager in IT. And so the plan is the thing. And you can you can run off the plan or you can deviate from the plan. But as long as you have a rough idea what you're doing, and I don't live where all my parks are within a 20-minute drive, I'm so envious of guys who can do that, uh, go and activate you know, every day and build their kilo by driving 10 minutes. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to plan my rows. What's my travel time between them? An hour, 52 minutes, 26 kilometers, back roads, whatever it is. And I plan all that. And so I built a spreadsheet to help me plan it. That's tool number one. So I've just released two tools. And the other tool is a gear checklist tool. And the gear checklist tool, and these are both Excel spreadsheets. You can open them up probably in everything else. Go to the front page of my website. Are you looking for the POTA planning tools? Click here. It takes it to my Dropbox. And these two tools are available for download. Now, you're going to find my gear list in there. And I categorize my gear list eight or nine different ways. And because of Kyle, I have TP listed on my gear list. <laughs> hey, I got dude wipes on mine. Dude so wipes. I, feel, I got dude yep. wipes, the five-gallon bucket, and the insert bag. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I, I'm never in need holiday. where the where the bucket is. I'm never in need for a bumper dupper or a bucket. But hey, Vince, um, I'm going to give you a suggestion. Hey, man. Feel free to use it. You don't have to tag me on this one. You can say you came up with this. If something broke, like a piece of coax or whatever, do not put it back in your bag, your oh, kit, no. or anything. Take it out. Keep it separately. So when you get back to your residence. Put it somewhere like on the workbench. That is your things to do list. Do not put it back because nothing more than bringing something back the second time that didn't work the first time. Mm -hmm. Then you're like schmutz and a few other words that, that you start calling yourself. You know, it, it, it's so that's something that I know has helped me, you know. I totally agree. And, and so you'll see me getting up to pick up props because that's how I roll. So this is a mandatory item in my kit every time. This is, except no substitutes, 3M brand, blue painter's tape. Don't buy the dollar store crap, because it's crap. It falls apart when you try to use it and takes paint off the walls. This stuff doesn't. Molson, what do you think? Yeah? I concur. There okay. you go. See? Got the Molson approval. This is, except no substitutes, Sharpie brand markers. And this is the, the set that sits in my tool bag. And no, I have no, no, but you got it on an markers old everywhere. Though. Oh, this, like, these are these are mini markers. The, you know, the normal ones are like this long. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, these are you minis. Know what the problem, though, you know what the problem is? Is that it smears on tape. Not on this stuff, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Mark, no, mark it on does. it and rub your finger across it. Okay, mark, here we go. Lick Stand it. By. Lick it. He uh -huh. basically wants you to lick or put it. Vince, put it on. Vince. Yes. Stand up, stand up right now and put stand up to your word. Put it on your forehead, and if it leaves a mark on your forehead. Okay, somebody's going to screen grab this, and I'm going to get really in trouble on social media. I was only kidding, too. Up, no, but I was up, gonna... up. Now, okay, now, now smudge now, on now, your head. Now, now do this with with yeah. your finger on the tape. Do Let's this with my more. finger on the, on the tape. Oh, okay, i got to do this then. Steve, make wow. a full size. Maybe I buy the cheap markers. <laughs> yes, that's why I say... Sharpie, uh, here, I'll do it again. I'll repeat that. that. Head is clean. No, his head is clean. Look at that. My head is clean. Here, I'll repeat it. I'll repeat this. 
just for fun. You had to close your eyes. Joe, grab that close, screen. Close, close your eyes. Close your eyes. No, close your I eyes. am not closing my eyes. <laughs> close, close your eyes. Oh. oh. Got close there on that one. Look at that. I'm, yeah. I'm, wow. I'm impressive. There you go, Molson. I can, I can see. I can see. Okay. You learn this is why, so, again, we lost some people. I'm, I'm watching the numbers. For the 96 people who are here now to 84, those who left missed something very invaluable, <laughs> and they're going to have to watch it on Team Replay. And those of you on the podcast, cut over to YouTube to see what he just did. This is amazing. No, but I like that on the, on the ring. But I like that on the O-ring there, you know, yeah. them all together. Yeah. And so Sharpie brand markers are a must. Backpack. Right. Yeah. I have them in my backpack, but in those separate little compartments. That I like, though, as an alternative. So, Texas is booming in, guys. Texas is booming in. That's great. Hey, oh, yeah. I got a birthday coming up. So if anybody <laughs> – I got a birthday coming up in April. You know, some well, Sharpies and some tape. And you and me both. So the, the hidden secret with Sharpies is they've got metallic markers. So now, show of hands, who's got black coax? So you take those metallic markers with all those extra pieces of coax you got, and I can drag out one of my bins and I can show you my spare coax that I take with me on events. And I mark the end of the cable, LK, my call sign. What's the length of that cable? 25 feet, 50 feet. And I write it in metallic Sharpie. It's a fast way for me to tag it. Carlos is saying metallic sharpies are awesome. Thank you, Carlos. Uh, and that's how I tag my uh, feed lines. Simple. Carlos, you rock. Carlos rocks too. Look at him. Yep. M MRD, are you getting all this stuff, man? Holy cripes. Yeah. So, as a planner and as a guy who can't remember where crap is when he puts it down, I have to live a very orderly life. I have to have my stuff compartmentalized. I need checklists. Because if I put it down, if I put the after after we're we're done this this if I don't put these away and I just toss them on the bench over there, I'm gonna kind of go, oh dang, where do they go? Well, no, that's I, why you need you know. three or four sets of them. Well, and everywhere. Yeah, I, uh, well, every coffee <laughs> mug I've got with pens and pencils have some right. in there, but yeah. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. these are the tips you, uh, you you never knew you were gonna find out tonight. So anyway, go download my Poda tools from my website. They're there for people to use for free. And this is one of the reasons why we love doing this show and going on other shows, because you're hearing every, just like you said, yeah. you bring a thousand people in the room, you're going to get 1500 different ideas about the same mm -hmm. topic, whatever, but it's nice for the reinforcement. It, again, some new stuff. Um, absolutely. Whether you're a first time guy who likes to play out in the field, whether it's Poda Soda or just go sit on your back porch to the park, whatever, or, or a veteran. You know, yeah, these are some excellent stuff here tonight. Yeah. And so Mike, uh, K8MRD, says he doesn't need lists. He just remembers stuff. Good for you, Mike. I suffer from CRS. Somebody needs to ask me what CRS is. No. We all know what that is. Yeah. Can't remember uh, stuff. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it's my world is lists. And that's I like okay. to say, I suffer from craft. Yeah. Can't remember a flipping thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Hey, Vince, we're coming up to... We're about 90 minutes into this thing. We're going to do a rapid fire round. Uh -oh. And then after that, we can go back and do whatever we want to do. If you guys want to play a little H up with some, you know, between yourself, it's up to you guys. But let's do We We got to take care of uh, two things. Yeah. But before we do rapid fire, I would like to get a motion to bring Vince in as a ham radio clubhouse member. So 
something traditionally that we do with all our guests. So can I get yeah. a motion, please? I'll make that motion. All right, go. I got a second. Daniel's muted. Second. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm all having to stand favor. up trying to fix the printers. Yeah. All in favor? Absolutely. Yep. So Absolutely. welcome to the clubhouse. Welcome to the clubhouse. You're Thank in. you, gentlemen. I'm honored. All right. All right. Rapid fire. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready for anything. Don't after, overthink. After, hey, don't after overthink. putting tape on my forehead, I'm ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't overthink. Give your answers within five seconds. Two to five okay. seconds. What's your favorite band? Nickelback. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's it's your a Canadian favorite, joke. What's your favorite ham radio band? 17 Meters. Ooh, gentleman's band. Excellent. Okay. Um, steak, fish, or chicken? Steak. How do you like it? Medium rare. Um, favorite dessert? I, I, I don't do dessert, but I've never met a chocolate I didn't like. All right. The bonus question, and if you want to be my friend, get this right. There's two bowls of potato chips sitting there. Do you go for the barbecue or do you go for the regular? I go for the ketchup chips because I'm from Pakistan. <laughs> Are you crazy? The ketchup chips? Ketchup chips, baby. Oh, yeah. Bean and Ant, are you listening? <laughs> and, where's, and what's my other buddy there? Uh, uh, where he's been? Um, RF from the north. Yes. My God, ketchup chips. Ketchup Maybe. chips, man. But you can't okay. buy the cheap ones. You have to buy the Lay's. Yeah, you got to buy. Do the they, ones. Okay. Does it really? Ta- I'm gonna ask a dunk. Does it really taste? Big like difference. Yeah. What was the difference? Well, it, big oh. difference. Well. Go ahead, Vince. You, you yeah, well, they they taste like ketchup. They're a little bit saltier than ketchup would be. Ketchup is usually quite sweet, right? But, right. yeah, they're very true to flavor. Oh, I don't know if I can. I Man, gonna, want, I, I, mean, I got I to now, now send you some ketchup chips. Oh, my. <laughs> do not send me a box of 64 or whatever. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, ketchup it's chips. It's been okay. done. Writing down ketchup chips. Oh, my God. Is yeah, is that like a is is that a Canadian thing? Yeah, it's a Canadian listen, flavor. Because yeah. listen, I love Rush and I love the Trailer Park Boys and I like Molson and a few other Canadians. Okay, I, I got to say that, but ketchup chips. Oh, you'll love it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening to two guys testing a DX Commander versus an Anfed Half Wave, and nice. the guy is getting uh, the guy is saying that he's. Uh, the guy who's listening to him is saying that his NFED half wave is two S units more than the DX commander. Yeah, my NFED sometimes is louder than my 43 foot vertical, and it's all about the arrival angle of the signal and the bounce height and oh, yeah. height above ground. Yeah. You know what I say? Have both antennas, and then you, yeah. get, the, you get the best of Even if one is better on receive than tree, so what? Or yeah, whatever, do whatever you gotta do, man. This is ham radio. We're not bring. We're not bringing a shuttle up and down. No, you know. No, this is ham radio. Not at all, man. Oh, all right. Well, what do you guys want to do now? You want to chit chat? You want to go? You want to play a little HF radio? You all make a decision. I'm just gonna sit here and uh, uh, ponder this ketchup potato chip stuff for a few minutes here. <laughs> Vince, are you able to throw your radio, uh, turn your radio on? 
Uh, my radio's on, buddy. Choose a frequency, man. Let's see if we can do this. All right. Let me uh, find a camera. Exactly, Joe. Joe's got it. Uh, the tiger. I got the Rocky music playing in my head now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Let's see. That works. Don Carlos is asking what uh, brand of ice shack you have. What brand of which? The hut that Don's in. Oh, oh yeah. I have I have the Eskimo I nine forty nine forty six. It is. This is the insulated version. Um, I've had it now for about three years doing great it goes up every year it comes down uh, i'll be most likely in here for winter field day coming up i just haven't decided how i'm going to do winter field day um but who cares i just want to get on the air that's what it's all about just get on the air but i will be in here just running the mr buddy heater here and it's about uh last time i checked the temperature was about 53 in here so i'm good i'm good and yeah, and K K nine EI the ice hut is outside on my back deck. It's currently thirty degrees here in Connecticut. So, um, and I got a fan. You guys can't see it, but I have a fan over here, just drawing air out for the uh, for the uh, cigar smoke. And I have another vents. I have the vents open. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, uh, man, I'll come out here and play some radio. I'll come out here and just watch some YouTube, put on some Netflix. You know, we're good, man. So where to, Molson? 7200? He says with a what smile. Frequ- what frequency do you want? 7200? Oh, no, I'm kidding. 7200, no. I mean, that's a Nothing like show, a right? guy that's from a out idea. west on 7203, Yeah, right? that's, that's just what we need, right? <laughs> Let's oh, go to 7188. 7188. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking over. The, you're taking it over. Let's see. You should be able to hear my radio there, I think, in the stream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing stuff there. There's somebody on there. I do want 7188. I got a squeaker going on there. That's no good. What but yeah, I, I love. So I love this little KX3 Go kit that I built up because it. It uh, gives me that ability to, to switch between the batteries, which are underneath the plate. And this is the lid from the Pelican. I figured out how to remove the lid from the Pelican. So now I take the the, top, the bottom of the case and I cover it up like a butter dish. And I latch it in place and I carry it with me. It fell out of my truck on my last trip. And it fell like five feet and the radio survived. I love my case. Where are you at there, Molson? I'm checking out uh, 7200. Can you hear him, Joe? Oh, I better turn my radio up. It's at zero watts. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is frequency not, in use. This is Victor this is Alpha not the K0 Sierra KLB show right now. You, you, can, you can put five watts in or more. 
7230. Oh, someone's in the background. I hear that KX3. 7230. I love the tuner in my KX3. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try a piece of wet spaghetti on it next. This is Victor Alpha oh. 3 Sierra Delta Oscar. Roger, 73. Yeah, I heard him too. Was that you, Joe Brett? Nope. No, I answered you, but I didn't realize the frequency is in use. All right, let's go at five. Nope, someone's there. Sounded a lot like Mike. Okay, well, I'm not going to say the frequency until I test it. Is there this frequency in use? Is this frequency in use? This is Victor Alpha 3, Sierra, Delta Oscar. It's funny. I found it right away. You did? Yeah, I did. Well, you said up five from where you were. So is that this would... frequency in use? Is this frequency in so use? I don't know where he is. Now, I'm 3, lost. Sierra, Delta Oscar. Now, didn't they do that in Smokey Bandit in the first one? When I say channel 19, I'm really All on right. 21. Then 7249. Yeah. Got the old school like you, there. All right. Victor Echo Six Lima Kilo. Victor Echo Six Lima Kilo. This is Victor Alpha Three Sierra Delta Oscar. See if my 15 watts gets. To... No, you're not hearing me. VA3SDOV6LK, how copy? I mean, we're five and nine on StreamYard, but that doesn't count for crap. <laughs> I don't hear you at all. I heard somebody else tell me I was uh, I was clear. I forget who it was. I don't even hear your CW. Wow. Yeah, well, that's that's the joy of, uh, you know, the, this radio is 15 watts on this band. Um, I love the KX3, but it's underpowered. Now, so I had a really unfortunate incident with my KX3 in December. I let out the magic smoke. Mm. I was interfacing a linear to it, and I was building a circuit. Actually, K8MRD uh, showed that he built this circuit mm -hmm. for the MXP50 amplifier, same amplifier I have. And I built the triggering circuit. Um, yeah, no surprise, you're almost 40 over in Indiana. I built the same uh, circuit for this radio, uh, but I built it wrong. And I yeah, let I'm out gonna, the magic I'm call smoke. CQ for a few minutes. Yeah, you do. I'll uh, slip back to my normal position here. So sadly, I let out uh, the magic smoke, and I have to send my radio back to uh, Ellicraft for repair, but oh well. Stuff happens. It's it's otherwise usable. I just don't use it with an amp. But. So where are we right now? We're on 7249, Taz. Yep. So, yeah, radio is just a lot of fun, man. Um, 
you know, I love doing exams with people. I love watching their face when I say, hey, congratulations. Welcome to Ham Radio. Steve's shaking his head. Oh, he yeah. That's exactly what that's like. That's so satisfying. So I saw um, what changes on July 1, guys. What test is it? The, the general. The general. Yeah, so, right. guys, be careful. Be careful what you're studying for now. Don't get, you know, if you're studying now for your general, great, go for it. But get that test in, Steve. What do you think? By May, don't get yourself to. Steve, what do you think? Because the questions won't really. So, well, hang on. I'll, I'll give you the differences because I've got that email. I saw, right. I saw what they, but they, but you don't want to get yourself if you're, if you're borderlining. Yeah. So they have modified 233 questions. And so they've improved the wording or replaced distractors. They've generated 49 new questions and eliminated 71. So the pool is actually going to be down to 432 questions. But there's the potential you're going to be studying something that won't be used if you... Mm-hmm. I guess guys plan it right. I, I know for me in particular, if it was January and I was studying for my general, I would be getting it done before a before May 1st, I would say. Yeah. At least by Memorial Day. Yeah, even that. As a, you Memorial you know, Day. a drop dead day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what will happen, of course, is uh, just like when the $30 fee was introduced, your the testing sessions are going to fill up that fast as as we come close to a deadline like that. Hey, Joe Brett, what's going on, man? Uh oh, is he doing a, a radio test? <laughs> He's doing I a think, chain uh, test. I, trying, I to, think, trying to get to my label printer cord. I I think he's doing a, a mechanical compression check. <laughs> yep. Daniel's just blasting in down to Kyle by the sounds of it. Oh, uh, he's somebody's twenty over here. Hang on. Yeah, I can't hear him at all. I've shut my radio off. That's unfortunate, but that's the joy of skip distance, right? You hear him? Yeah. That's twenty over in South Carolina from Daniel. Yeah. How much power is he running? Oh, how's he running? Three or four hundred? What's the limit? Well, I was going to say, I think he's barefoot right now. I don't know. Uh, I heard him click it on. Did he click it? Oh, yeah. I used to say life's too short for QRP, and then I bought a KX3 and discovered how much fun it is. Yeah, I've that's st- what I did. That's exactly what I did. Do you, ha- do you have the two-meter module in yours? No, but um, I'm thinking it would be cool to do that if only for the pan adapter so I can see myself working satellites. Oh, good. Excellent. Yes, good point. Yeah, so I first I first have to pay for the repair. I did try to change out the, the FET that I smoked. It was right at the edge of the board, and it required lots of magnification to get to it. But it's more than just the FET. That's unfortunate. So it's got to go back to Ellicraft. Got to go back to the mama ship for, uh, for fixing. I'm okay with that. I'd rather pay for uh, the factory to do repairs on stuff like that, right? <laughs> and then, if I have any money left, 
I'll buy the transverter module for it. So, Izzo, how often do you get out and uh, and do like portable operating? You're, you're sitting in your shack tonight, and you know it's negative one Canadian plus thirty freedom units. <laughs> this is for you guys. Thirty degrees. This is almost a heat wave for you guys. I would think you it, and everybody north of. I'm at forty two degrees. So yeah, anyone north of forty five, forty seven. No, to be honest with you, as a lot of guys know, twenty twenty two was a devastating year for uh, for myself and my yes, kids. Yes, it was. Um, so, but part of my rebuilding of what I, what, what I really want to do. And, you know, the year was a tough year. Cigars and ham radio and YouTube really helped me get through some really devastating times. But now I, I, I want to go back to where I was with playing radio. I'm not going to go back to the, you know, three, four parks, um, a day on my day off and run two days off and maybe hit, you know, six to 10 parks. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for that. And, and, and maybe I won't be, but I just want to get back out there. I know tomorrow I'm off. I got to see what the weather is. I, I may push myself tomorrow and just sit in the truck and it'll be okay. Cause I used to do that all the time, but I really, really do miss that 55, 60 degree weather, you know, Nice sun on, nice sun on your back, and, and I mean, to, you know, even even the hotter temperatures really, really didn't bother me. Um, but I'm blessed here, Vince. I, I think we have 133, 136 parks here in Connecticut. I got about 52 in Rhode Island. I've hit about five, I think, parks in Rhode Island, and I want to go back to them because they're great parks. Um, plus some other parks here in New England. But this is going to be a different year for me. Um, 136 in Connecticut. 136 in Connecticut. Um, I'm surprised Vince. I'm, I'm surprised Ant and Bean didn't tell me that because they've they've done them all. Uh, I'm so proud of them. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. There's some good. There's some good photo people. But I just want to get back. It, it, the bug is biting again. Uh, I know today, my garage door was being repaired while the guy was was was. I was kind of hanging out in the garage and I pulled out the poda bag and I just looked at everything and it's all in there. You know, and it's it's like it's calling me. It's calling mm -hmm. me. This is done. Take me out for a date. <laughs> Let's go. It's starting to come back again. And um, I like that feeling. Today I was playing. I picked up a 705 and I have yeah. it up in my upstairs shack area. And um, wonderful radio. And yeah, it's it's the radio for me. It's not yeah. for everybody. I get it. I respect it. But it's the radio for me because I use it for a lot of things. Yeah. And um, you know, while I was this morning when I woke up doing some quick stuff, I just drew on twenty meters. Some guy was working at Poda Park. I quickly went to the Poda site, banged them out on five watts. Once again, I still think it's that through getting back to what we were saying earlier, that thrill of whether it's a hundred watts for me or five watts or less. And many guys like you, K0KLB, and many others on that, on that, what I call the great Facebook page. Guys, if you're on, if you're on Facebook, and you know you've heard me say, I hate Facebook, <laughs> but I kind of like the groups. There's a lot of good groups out there. But when you're hearing these guys saying, I just did this on a half a watt, on one yeah. watt, three watts. Mm -hmm. I remember my grandfather doing that because he was a big QRO guy. Big, big QRO guy. And then when he finally made the jump down to 50 watts, and then when he started doing it at, at 
at five watts. And then he started going into the milliwatt range. I wish he was alive to see that. Uh, is it the true, help me out, guys, true SDX radio mm-hmm. that comes from, is it DL3 MAN, I believe? Yep. Yeah. Um, that, But I'm not going to buy that. I promised myself I will buy that once I get going again. That's my eye of the tiger right now. I will not buy another radio. I will not buy another antenna yet. I have to get my fat ass out of this chair and get out in those parks and get going again. And whether I use it for POTA or just for fun, that is my kick in the pants right now. So I'm not sure if you if you like that radio. Have you seen it a little bit or Vince? Yeah, yeah the 705. So I sat. So I had money burning in a hole in my pocket. Malin took me out and did my first and so far only soda. I'm, I'm probably going to do other drive up sodas as long as there's not bugs out and I don't have to walk too far because I'm in a shape. My shape is round. Round doesn't climb mountains easily. <laughs> um, and it, when I got bitten by that bug, I'm like, well, do I buy the 818? I've had an 817 and I didn't like it. It wasn't the radio for me. And that's strange because I own two 857s. The, I looked at the 705 and I sat and looked at it in earnest for out for two hours i played with all the modes but it just wasn't the radio for me 7300 same thing wonderful radios for most people not for me though i'm not i'm not a fan of the touch the touch really and it's not the that it is that touchscreen it's that it is a touchscreen i'm not a fan of that and you know i had to press this and this to try and adjust and i'm just like I came from the world of an FT450, and before that, a Kenwood TS130 and a 120. So a mid-70s simple radio. I had radio. the 120, yep. That was one of my first radios, yeah. Oh, fun, fun radios to operate. Mm-hmm. But you know uh, something, though? I so. had the KX3. I, I, I did the KX3, and I had it for about eight months, maybe nine months, and I had a ton of fun with it. The only problem was, is again, for the guy who likes to bring too much with him, whether it's out here to the back porch or, you know, go for a ride somewhere, stay over a family, bring it to whatever. I was bringing too much with me and I wanted to reduce it. So when the 705 came out, I, I waited a little bit. I watched all the great YouTube videos from all of our friends, yeah. you know, the, you know, the pros, the cons, the whatever's. And then when, when that POZ case came in with it and and then i started just doing various you know backpacks and 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 other carrying methods of it and things just started falling in place the k6 ark antenna comes along if if i don't want to use the you know the tn07 whatever it just it revitalized me uh not only to experiment and come out of my shell from just using 50 to 100 watts but just to start experimenting. But I'm not. I'm, and when I say experimenter, I'm I'm not the soldering iron guy. Yeah. But just to kind of do things different in the field, and it it really starts to build your self confidence. I'm I'm a firm believer. This this hobby has a way of building your. And of course, Poda man, Poda is there. Poda, and I'll say this, even 60 meter Poda, and I'm also will probably spin in his chair and say, "Come on, Izzo. <laughs> yeah, even 60 meter Poda to me mm-hmm. is. I love it. I yep. love 60 meter because it gives you the best of both worlds of 40 to 80 for those short, you know, 300, 500 mile, you know, contacts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So on, on November the 11th in Canada, we celebrate, Daniel will know, we celebrate Remembrance Day and you guys call it Veterans Day. And for me as a quasi government employee, it's, it's a, a statutory holiday. Um, 
And so I went to celebrate that and to be thankful for my freedoms. And I, I did four or five pota activations. And the last place I landed was right in front country with the mountains, with the sun setting. It was beautiful, right? At a plane, place called Chain Lakes Provincial Park. And I've activated there a few times. And by now, it's 42 freedom units out. And so I put the KX3 on the tailgate. And I take a 60-foot wire. And I run it out to a tree. And I huck it up in place. This is a Leatherman C33L or a C-33 for those of you who are interested in exactly if you're like a knife hound. And it comes with a little carabiner clip. So I can clip this on, and I use this as my throw weight. It's a little bit too light, but for 30-gauge antenna wire, it's perfect. I'm, I'm sorry, can you say it again? Because Scout 75 may need... Scout, so are you still on the chat? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, sc Scout's Scout. there. It's a Leatherman Charlie 33. Did it ever if, get stuck in the tree? Uh, only once, but okay. it was easy to get out. So that's oh. okay. You didn't have to wait for it to snow and the tree to fall. And... No, 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 Joe, Brett. I mean, I use 30 gauge wire for radial wires. Uh, I replicated, so side story, I replicated one of Cade MRD's experiments. He said, does directionality on a vertical matter? And of course it matters. It depends on how you put out the radials. And I proved that by doing some wind link stuff with a single 66 foot radial wire on 20 meters. And I stretched it out eastward and then I stretched it out westward. And I observed a 20 decibel difference in signal. You did really wow. right. Excellent. So, and that's with a that's with Validates a compromised Comet HFJ three fifty M coil loaded oh. antenna. So bottom bottom coil antenna. Anyway, so I use thirty gauge uh, silicone wire from BN Tech Go. You can get it on uh, Amazon. It's great wire. Um, and so if the if the uh, knife gets stuck, I break the wire because it's cheap, and I can break it you know just about with two fingers because I'm not a strong guy like any of you guys. Right, so it, I don't care if the knife gets stuck. I just break the wire and pull it down, and I fix the wire up. Uh, anyway, I, I struck out a piece of this wire. I hucked it in a tree at ten feet, and I brought it down to the tailgate of the truck. And you know, there's the cables that hold the tailgate from falling too far, right? I hooked it around the corner of that wire. So arguably, five feet of this wire is sitting on my tailgate, and I attached it to a BNC to banana post adapter on the side of my KX3. KX3, of course, has that wide range. Uh, yeah. antenna tuner in it and I wound one, wound one wire on it and I pressed the tune button and it loaded on 20 meters and I made my 10 contacts on 5 watts oh. excellent and so it's that level of experimentation Don that keeps it interesting for me it does. Um, oh, you it does. know you don't need to carry a million things with you when you go to do these activations right uh, as anybody who's into lightweight soda knows, you need to carry the right stuff. And somebody commented in one of the discords the other day, they hiked in two miles and they forgot their key for a CW activation. So I guess they walked back two miles and they got their key because I worked them a half hour later. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why you carry a microphone with you. Well, emergency knows yeah. no holiday. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, exactly right. I said to him, "Well, if you got a pair of wired earbuds, just strip the earbuds off and jam the wires together." And <laughs> he didn't seem to think that was funny. Oh, it works though. But it's all hey, kinds then, of fun to screw around with that stuff. Olson, I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear earlier. Were you able to hear me when I was calling for you? A little bit, but I've got an S6 noise floor on 40 meters, so you're above the noise probably about. Four or five dB, but not not enough. I I did answer you, but I'm at a fraction of your power. Yeah. So. 
I got the power. A fraction of oh, three hundred watts. Yeah, I know, right? I knew that <laughs> yeah. was coming. I knew that was coming. So oh, maybe what maybe one day I'll find like a two hundred watt amplifier here for home, and I'll be able to plug it in and leave it. Hey anyway. Vince, I think I think this has to go. This is obviously has to go once. This has been fun. Um, we we want you to come back. I think the only thing I think that is regrettable is is unfortunately we all just don't live within maybe fifty to hundred miles of each other. Maybe it's and a be blessing. Able- <laughs> he he always leaves on a positive note, doesn't he? But it was Molson, wait a minute, Molson, if Molson, if I knocked on your door and said, Hey, let's just hang out, let's go play radio, what are you gonna do? Well, that's if I have spare time. I, of course okay. I hang out. Of and what if I, I and if and if I came with a six pack of blizzards, would that sweeten the pot? Would that sweeten the answer a little bit? Uh dude, you got me for a day. <laughs> all right <laughs> that's the whole yeah, thing folks no, but you know what you know what is what, what i do got to do is i got to make a motion and my motion is to have uh vince victor echo six lima kilo as a honorary member of the clubhouse you're a little like we didn't we do that we've already yeah. done that we did it right we, oh well, screw it uh, forget <laughs> it <laughs> I like to make a motion to revoke his membership so I can re-motion <laughs> <laughs> it. Re-motion it. That would Where's be a first year on the club. You know what? This is what happens when beer snacks not around. That's, yeah. You were getting the wire off the leg there. That's what it was. Yeah, that's really? yeah. You you were off uh, um, having you, a date with you your didn't tower. Wait for me. I'm offended. Hmm. All right, guys, I'm listen. Before, well, hey, hey, I do we have go, a message to deliver to you guys. So, good. Um, you know, V3 Golf Kilo Tango did warn me that you guys were a basket case, and I totally disagree with him, by the way. <laughs> Are you going to believe everything he says? Uh, most 50%. of it. 50%. <laughs> most of it. Yeah, most of it. But anyway. We're a little mild matter. Before we, before we go around the horn here, there's something very important that I think we should acknowledge. A couple things. Matt Hurry uh, released on the POTA YouTube, and we've been forwarding it around the 2022 um, uh, update of the amazing amount of contacts and activators oh, no and hunters. Uh, everything was up well over 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. So many people did parks, activating a park every single day, including um, our buddy uh, James. James. Yeah. Um, that's probably why he's not here tonight. He had to get one in for you know January 10th, and that's understood. The hunters, um, but again, the people behind oh. the scenes of Poda who are making everything that we are doing. Look at that. Is that 11 million? Am I doing that right? 11.3 right. million. Right. That's insane. You know, um, that to me, that's almost almost as good as winning Lotto, as far as I'm concerned. Although the ticket would be nice too, but seriously. We are very, very blessed to have a program that's available 24 hours a day. It's all based on your schedule. Go out and operate. You got so many people working very, very hard behind the scenes. This is a good time to be a ham radio operator. You know, you could do it on FT8. You could do it on CW, satellite, sideband, FM. You choose, man. You go have that F word fun. So to Matt Hurry and everybody um, behind the scenes, thank you. To all the people who excelled in 2022, you guys rock. The ladies and, and, and the guys out there, you guys rock. You guys really, really, you made it hard for a lot of us now who are going to try to do something 
and beat some of those numbers if you're going to be competitive. But if you're not going to be competitive, that's okay. What do we say? Just, Just have get fun. fun. Just get on the air and have fun. Absolutely, Joe Brett. Yep. So, and is I just looked. James is not currently in a park, so he was out first thing this morning. He was. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, that's crazy. The sun's not even up yet. Uh, I was gonna say, (laughs) but I need him to get into a park so I can get my, you know, park in for the eleventh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, guys, let's go around the room. Vince, you are our guest. Any last words, anything else you want to say? Anything you want to warn anybody about? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll warn people uh, that I have a, a very small YouTube channel where you can see uh, funny little uh, video clips of my dogs, uh, the, the Shiba Inu, uh, or me doing some ham radio fun. Uh, feel free to, you know, at V6LK on YouTube or find me on my website, V6LK.com or on Twitter. V6LK, I know that's hard to believe. They're all the same. Um, thanks very much for having me. It's been a hoot, guys. It's been fun, man. You're welcome back anytime. Thank anytime. you. Joe Brett. Thank you, Vince, for joining us and everybody in the chat. Um, I'll touch on, just go back a little bit, because I don't have a lot to say about myself, but the low power thing, the experimentation and stuff, that's what I love as well. Uh, just looking at something and go will it antenna you may have heard that phrase before in this around these folks but um yeah and making it work i've made antennas before just to put them on an analyzer and say yeah that should work and then just tear them apart and never even hooked coax up to them i mean but uh me and shane early when we first started this i was talking about that i was you know when he had his in fed from his balcony down to the dumpster we sit there, started at 100 watts and kept saying, well, let's turn it down. Let's turn it down. We got to 0%, which is, I think, like 5 watts on the 7300. And yep. it was still talking just as well. Yep. And then I was just screwing around with the 705 one day on FT8. And FT8's not exciting to me. I'll, I'll use it. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like it. Uh, but I love trying all modes. And I was just playing around with it. And I got, um, what is it, uh, Kenya. On like 10 watts one night, I was like, wow, wait a minute, that's got to be wrong. And then he confirmed <laughs> the contact, and I was like, you know, there's, there's that excitement. There's cool. So, there you yeah. go, Joe. Excellent. So, nice job. Yeah, just thank everybody for coming another Tuesday night. Yeah. And I'll have Brother, a video tomorrow night sometime. I think I said it for like 633 or something. I don't remember. Are we going to hold it to you? Put your hand on the Bible. Oh, it's, it's scheduled. It was scheduled for tonight, put your hand but on the cup. I gave way. So, <laughs> yeah, put your hand on the tin cup. Yeah. Press subscribe and notify. Yeah, there you go. There, there you is. go, bro. There you go. Yeah. Steve. Yep. Uh, like I said, I've been busy with the new job, but I am going to try to get some videos edited this weekend in my free time and hopefully get something out before the end of the month. Excellent. So, guys. I've talked enough tonight. I've said what I like and everything. Y'all, y'all know me. I appreciate everybody, you know, supporting me um, here at the local level as well as on, on YouTube and everything. So we'll, we'll see everybody and we'll see everybody uh, uh, next week. Molson, why don't you, why don't you wrap this thing up and tie up the ribbons, as I say? Well, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure. It uh, keeps me sane during the week. I, I got on and I was like, I don't want to go i, I want to go to bed but honestly it's always a blast vince you're a great guest and uh, Thank you. 
you know, being Canadian helps out a lot. You know, we got <laughs> talking about my, bro- my brother in maple syrup. <laughs> talking about being right. Canadian, right. your, your fellow Jody Canadian. Y'all don't have Taco Bell, or is it just the poor V Five land? It, it poor V Five does not Bell. have Taco Bell. Wow. There aren't many of them. There's very few, but there are some. Wow. Anyways. How about Kentucky Fried Chicken? KFC. Yeah. 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 KFCs awesome. and Taco Bells are co-located in this province. Yeah. But Vince, let me ask you a question. Are all the KFCs yeah. run down where you are? Like they haven't like been re- renovated I, I, in 25 years? Uh, no, they're not. But my experience is with one. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So, guys, thank you for joining us. And I uh, hope you guys all have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday, if not before, in some crazy live stream somewhere. And uh, 73. 73, 73 all. Thank, thank you. Thank you.